With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like... My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com. You can find it there or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Well, here we are yet again, yet again, and the first NFL practice football game, the exhibition game. I always try to say the word exhibition because I've been told by NFL people that it's not exhibition. One time years ago, I was lectured by the late, great Dennis Green, the coach of the Vikings and Cardinals and others. And Dennis Green was like, give me this whole rap about it. No, it's not exhibition, Ben. It's it's preseason football. Preseason football. Uh, and it's exhibition. Uh, anyway, the Atlanta Falcons and the Denver Broncos will kick things off nine days, nine days away, August 1st, the Hall of Fame game in Canton, Ohio. But we have NFL-related conversation. It involves Le'Veon Bell. I have a feeling we're going to be talking a lot about Le'Veon Bell. As a distant relative of the great Nostradamus, I am calling my shot that Le'Veon Bell will be a featured actor on our little soap opera as we talk about the ins and outs of the world of sports. So Le'Veon Bell, 
who has not even played a real game with the Jets. He hasn't had an opportunity to play a real game with the Jets because they haven't played any games since he agreed to a contract to go to play in New Jersey, but he's already having issues here. Now, if you didn't see this, and I, I don't blame you if you missed it, uh, Le'Veon Bell made a fatal mistake, and the fatal mistake he made was taking criticism personally. He has been a punching bag on social media because of his lifestyle, which does not appear to be all that committed to you know playing football, which is kind of what people on social media who are fanboys want to see. If you're on social media, you want to see nothing but working out, lifting weights, running up the steps in Santa Monica and doing all those things. And Le'Veon Bell's not about that action, boss. He's not about that action. Uh, and, And so the fatal mistake was he took the criticism personally. He should have put some deodorant on, but uh, you know the old the old the slogan there: never let them see you sweat. The old slogan: maintain grace under fire. Well, not Le'Veon Bell. So Le'Veon Bell posted on Instagram on the gram a video which had a lot of naughty words in it. He was appeared to be walking through an airport, and he was complaining about the Jet fan, and I, I also would say the Steeler fan, that was attacking his lifestyle, and let's go to the audio tape. I'm tired of everybody telling me, I'm like, uh, you're not focused. Um, you only want to make music. Uh, you want to play basketball. He do everything besides play football. And let me tell y'all something. Everybody told me, man, I know y'all got a favorite person, a favorite athlete, your mom, your dad, whoever y'all do. So if somebody work at Target, do you think when they work from day nine to five, they go home, they try to worry about what serial numbers coming up? No. You think Brian is waking up? Oh, he ain't having no Taco Tuesdays? Brian don't have Taco Tuesdays? Y'all think he's just whooping all day? Y'all think Beyonce waking up singing all day? She don't go to work, she don't act? She don't do nothing else taking her kids? Y'all think she's waking up singing? So y'all, y'all think it's legitimate for me to just, oh yeah, I ain't supposed to be in this airport on the escalator. I'm supposed to be running up the steps, huh? Working out. Yeah. Well, I don't know who edited that, but they edited out all the curse words. That's, I mean, to me, that's my favorite part. He's dropping the S bomb, the F bomb, uh, but uh, Le'Veon Bell going on and on there and talking about life. He's some real facts, spitting out real talk, like a caller we used to have back in the day. Uh, that's great. So he put LeBron in there, he put Taco Tuesday, he put Beyonce, uh, all that. So let's discuss. Now, the question, are you surprised that Le'Veon Bell is already in a standoff with the Jet fan? He hadn't even played a game yet with the Jets. Like You expect Le'Veon Bell, when he goes out and runs for 33 yards on 15 carries against the Patriots, you expect people to be upset. But that hasn't even happened. My observation is you've got chutzpah, red meat, and the prophecy. Chutzpah, red meat, and the prophecy will lock all these things together. And, yes, that bell is an indication that Roberto is back. Uh, all right, so number one, Le'Veon Bell number is a one. free spirit. This is a guy who appears to be unapologetic. He's unashamed of the optics. Now, again, this is where I'm wired differently. I, I like the fact that Le'Veon Bell did this because I'm a talk show host and we need things like this to talk about. It's good for our uh, business. Uh, so that, so that's a good thing. But I'm also not wired that way. Like I, 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 I do concern myself often with the optics. So why the big hullabaloo, right? If he is unashamed of the optics, it is annoying for Le'Veon Bell that these peasants – 
instead of celebrating every time he rides a jet ski and every time he makes a fallaway three-point shot in a pickup basketball game at the YMCA, these, these just losers on social media are not embracing this non-conformist uh, conformist lifestyle that Le'Veon Bell has. And, and Bell has let the world know that he simply doesn't want to be held hostage by the man, right? The corporate machine of the NFL, where, you know, they demand you work out a certain number of hours a day. They demand that you don't play video games all the time. Like, he didn't want to do that, right? He paid a massive, massive amount of money to be liberated. He left $14.5 million. That's crazy town from the Pittsburgh Steelers. His money. His money. He walked away from the table, says, I don't want the money. I don't need the money. You can keep the money. It's one thing to say you're going to turn down $14.5 million, but week after week, knowing that you could have had a check deposited in your bank account for $855,000 and to punt that away, Never flinching, not one time. I was stunned that he would. I thought he would cave in. There's no way he would go the whole year. He did. He went the whole year. He's crazy, right? He chose to make rap music, ride jet skis, uh, drink Mai Tais in his banana hammock, and play video games as opposed to making $855,000 a year. He lives in a parallel universe, and it's a parallel universe, Le'Veon Bell, filled with endless chutzpah, right? Because... He also, remember what he's done the last year and a half, Le'Veon Bell has ripped the Steelers saying they don't treat you like you're human. Now, do you remember what Le'Veon Bell was most upset about? He was most upset about the fact that Pittsburgh was limiting video game access. Uh, Video game access was a problem while with the Steelers and also was affecting his ability to work on some new tunes. And so that was... That was troubling. Now, the second thing here, as we chat on Fox Sports Radio, try the podcast. It's got no calories. It's free. You can download it where you get all fine podcasts. So, number two, Le'Veon Bell. Responding to the trolls is a fanning the flame situation. Le'Veon stood outside the cage and tossed red meat into the lion's den is what he did. He said, here, have some red meat. And I like the fact that he did it again. It's a tremendous uh, psychosis, uh, ratcheting up the tensions for a fan base who haven't even performed in front of without even playing a game in Gang Green. He has managed to drive a contingent of, granted, already on-the-edge supporters into a tizzy. Uh, and, and you also heard in the, the clip we played from the Graham, uh, Le'Veon Bell comparing himself to LeBron James, Beyonce, as somehow they are all on the same level, and also the Target employee. It seemed like he, at one point, I don't know if it was in the clip here, but he did mention somebody working at Target uh, and referred to that. And so for those that work at Target or Walmart, uh, that is a a job where you spend a good amount of time doing uh, repetitive things, often, if you're stocking the shelves or whatnot. And, uh, yeah, you are not necessarily worried about what's going to happen. Like, you're not worried about where to put the tomato soup when you're going home. However, right, you're also not going home to a mansion with an eight-car garage and a bunch of servants in your estate. You're not get, you don't have millions in the bank. So it's like that tug-of-war. You can have a gig like that where, yeah, you can forget the job and, and all that. Or if you have a job that, like football— 
or many other jobs that you have to take it home with you. It becomes part of the fabric of your life. I think you know that. We all know how that works. And so playing professional sports is one of those jobs. Le'Veon Bell is supposed to provide, at least the the billing was he was going to provide salvation for the Jet Nation, right? He was going to be the savior of the Jets' offense. And he was going to be the safety blanket for Sam Darnold to blossom with who? New Jersey. They play play in New Jersey, but they call themselves New York. But they grew just across the water there in New Jersey. So Le'Veon Bell was a transcendent player with Pittsburgh, if you are old enough to remember when he last played in the NFL. However, the jury is still out. All right, jury is still out whether or not he will do anything great with the Jets. And do you trust that offensive line to create enough space? Are the Jets going to be getting boat raced game after game and thus will neuter the ability of Le'Veon to flourish in that running game? Now, the final point on this. So Le'Veon Bell bitching about people yelling on social media with nasty posts and comments there about him not focusing on football and commenting on his social media. The fact that he was responding to people upset that he wasn't focused on football while commenting on Instagram with the video, it's known as a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's what it's known. I mean, he's he's complaining, but he while he's complaining, he is doing the thing that people didn't want him to do that were complaining about him doing that. <laughs> Like Bell directly caused this to be true. He couldn't hold back. He had to record the video. You, God forbid you just walk through an airport without having your phone out and recording everything. You got to have everything. You got that itchy uh, trigger finger. Right? Had to feed the beast. Got to feed the beast is what you got to do there. Now, many old school football coaches from back in the olden days, they always say, well, I, want, I want players that live, eat, breathe, sleep football. Remember Bill Parcells. I read a book about Parcells. Uh, years ago, the old coach, before my time, of course. Uh, and Bill Parcells had a quote. He said, I want beavers, is what he wanted. He's, and he would, yeah, he's, I, I, what do beavers do other than chop down trees? He said, nothing. Right? Just tr- chop trees down. He said, I want guys who just think football. But Le'Veon Bell, listen, he's a renaissance man. If you consider riding jet skis and making rap music a renaissance lifestyle, that is what Le'Veon Bell has chosen. And he does, and I'll give him credit because a lot of people don't do this. They take their jobs very seriously, even people that don't have great jobs like the NFL jobs. Le'Veon Bell treats football like he's making furniture at a factory. <laughs> he's, he's managed to turn this into that kind of a job, and he's going through the motions. He's often, it seems, putting things on autopilot, and there were reports he gained a lot of weight. Apparently he lost the weight. He put a video up to... Again, push back at the haters that said he had gotten up to 260 pounds. Of course, there were no videos initially after the report that he had gotten to 260 pounds, which leads you to believe, guess what? Spoiler alert, he did get to 260 pounds. He just went on a thing called a diet is what he went on, and he lost some weight. But uh, you know, I do not expect him to have some kind of come-to-Jesus moment, some kind of epiphany with the Jets. Now, I do think he'll be mildly uh, effective for the Jets, but the, the Jets, what they've done here is really empowered Le'Veon Bell. They gave him $27 million guaranteed. Could be up to over $50 million if he's able to keep his head on straight. And even if he does nothing 
but eat donuts and uh, and jelly bellies. He's still going to get the $27 million guarantee. Guarantee. All right, we say hello to Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas Solid Gold, 9 to 5, Corporate Jar Jar, the mad F-bomber of sports fodder Garcia. And I got to tell you, Eddie, I showed tremendous restraint. There was a great test of my human spirit. When I walked in here to the oh, Geico Fox about. Sports yeah. Radio. Me too. Coop well, Loop also. Coop's all God. proud. You didn't eat anything, Coop? Nope. <sighs> wow. You want to diet? Yeah, Coop's. After your vacation? You Man, some... this, this girlfriend's changed Coop's life. He's growing a beard out. He traveled to <laughs> Europe. He's losing weight. He's even going to the gym. We got to get you away from this girlfriend, Coop. I mean, you're, <laughs> you're becoming a normal adult here. What's going on, Coop? I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Coop will eventually go eat a donut. There are. He walked by them initially, and yeah. that shows great yeah. willpower, yeah. and I give him credit. But as the night goes on, uh, he will disappear into the kitchen, and he will have a donut. Oh, I, I didn't just walk by them, Eddie. You examined them? I stood yeah. there and stared <laughs> yeah. at them for, I, I, for a good 30 I, seconds. I, I got to admit, admit your I name did. right now. Yeah. So we, I walk in, and I go, I usually, when I come in the building, I make a quick right turn to the little Smurf kitchen we have. It's a big blue kitchen. If you've ever been here, you know what I'm talking about. So I go in there, and I usually just fill up the old mug with some water, some ice water, which I drink throughout the night. And so I, that's my routine. What an exciting life I lead, life of a network radio. I mean, this is tremendous. But then sometimes people leave food. There's like there's kind of a rule in the building. If there's food on that table, it's fair game. You can have it. If somebody leaves food on that table, whatever it is, it could be filet mignon, uh, it can be dog food, it's yours. Right? It's uh, open season. So I walk, I turn the corner, and there are six deliciously glazed donuts just sitting there just saying put me in my belly put me in your belly is uh, what they're saying and i looked at them i examined them and each one looked better than the next each one looked more delicious covered in that that glazed sugar uh, just marvelous, and I thought, boy, I could probably finish off maybe the whole thing. I mean, you know, I could <laughs> back in my olden days, I would be no problem. A half a dozen donuts, and uh, I examined them. I looked them over, and uh, and I imagined what it would be like eating the donuts, uh, how great it would taste. You know, I haven't had a donut in a while. If I boy, that'd be pretty good. Uh, and then I walked away, and uh, I'm very proud of the fact that I was able to do that. I showed tremendous restraint. Um, because I'm telling you, a couple years ago, I would have eaten the whole damn thing. And then I would have gone out and bought more donuts to eat more donuts <laughs> is what I would have done. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was tough, man. So Nobody ate any? We, I did not eat any. Me neither. neither. Roberto's back. He did not have any donuts either. No, I ate too much this past weekend. You know, we're ruining our reputation as uh, radio whores. Uh, we, anything free, we eat. Uh, now, do you think Coop will go the entire night without having a donut? I find that hard to believe. Yes. Mm, I think he might take one home for later. Maybe later have a donut. Take one home for you. I'm, not, co- I'm not confident that I will make it to the uh, end yeah, of the show. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But I will give him credit for walking by initially because, you know- the old coop would have uh, taken a right turn and uh, had at least one on his way to the studio. Now is coop going to do the thing which I a lot of people do, which I hate? Uh, you know, I'm just going to have half a donut, so I'm going to cut it in half. No, if you're going to yeah, eat the donut, the eat the thing. whole donut, right? No, no, I, don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't play like that. By the way, vegan, that's a vegan donut, so you can have that. That's, that's a, right. You know, there's no meat in the donut, so you can have the donut. The vegan's still here from <laughs> Tysher. No, you don't want all right. No, uh, there's, no. Uh, there's actually milk in that, Ben. Oh, is there milk in that? Oh, so are you, are you full vegan? You're, really? Yeah, just plant-based. No meat, milk, or eggs. Wow. Oh, God. What kind of life, Thank man. you, God. You did yeah. make yes, me him. Yes, I know. Jeez. 
Unbelievable. Tyshire used look to at plant that outside. Smug look on his face. <laughs> <laughs> what an a hole. Go eat some berries or something like that, okay? <laughs> go, eat, go eat the plants outside. Yeah. Exactly. Go outside. It's an all you can eat buffet. <laughs> a whole bunch of trees right out here. <laughs> Calling your name. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. We will take your phone calls. If you would like to be part, the lines are open. A little talk radio secret. It is the earliest you know the earlier in the show the better it is to get in for some reason we're bottlenecked at the end i uh, don't know why that is but people seem to love that final hour of the show actually the final couple hours of the show i guess they don't like the first couple hours but whatever the case 877-99 on fox 877-996-6369 we're also available on the magic twitter machine at ben maller that's at ben maller you can be part of the uh, festivities. Many people were uh, asking questions. When I say many, a few. When I say many, a handful. Uh, we're asking questions about the talent show. We mentioned it in passing yesterday, and we will go into some greater detail. If you're interested in this, if you feel like you have something that people need to hear, a song, dance, comedy routine, uh, if you're doing something. now A dance? Yeah. yeah. If you could tap dance, that would work on radio. Yeah. <laughs> if I that would absolutely better, I'd host a show. But I wouldn't be Ben Maller. Got some old tap dance skills from back in the day. Your, your mom and dad put you in dance class or whatever. You're like Fred Astaire. You can go and dance for us with taps. Uh, that's the way to do it. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. So as football gets cranked up, we have seen a lot of maneuvering in the offseason, specifically about the receiver position. Now, Antonio Brown with the Raiders, hanging out with the Raiders. Uh, he's doing that. Uh, and you go down the list here. You got Odell Beckham went to the Browns, several other players, not as high-profile change teams at the receiver position. Uh, and, and so you, you look at this here, and the money train for football is everywhere. Everyone's on the money train. You're getting paid. You're getting paid. You're getting paid. So if you've not heard the latest on this, it involves who's got next. Who's got next, and that would be none other than Michael Thomas. Uh, Michael Thomas is a new deal that is being talked about, not the new deal that Congress is talking about. The The Saints have offered Michael Thomas a contract that will average 18 to $19 million per year. Per year, uh, Thomas will get if he agrees to the contract. Now, Thomas is said to be very grateful for that offer, but guess what? He wants more. He wants more. Show me the money. Show me the money. Now, reports indicate that Michael Thomas, the former Ohio State Buckeye, is seeking a contract that would break the glass ceiling. He wants to be the first wideout in the history of pro football to average over $20 million per year. Now, keep in mind, even the top receivers, if you're like the top receiver in football, you get the ball thrown your way, what, 12 times a game, 14 times a game, you're targeted. And and so are you going to pay a guy that's targeted 12, 13, 14 times a game? Are you going to pay that guy uh, a $20 million a year? Holy crazy legs, Hirsch. Uh, I mean, my goodness. Uh, So that's what Thomas wants. Now, just because you want something doesn't mean you're going to get it. The 26-year-old is currently entering the last year of his rookie contract, so he's going to get paid one way or another, and it's not like he's in the poorhouse right now because Thomas, the Saints wideout, getting $1.2 million. So let's discuss the question, should, it's a powerful word, should, should New Orleans have any misgivings, be doubting Thomas's, if you will, about paying Michael Thomas $20 million a season. Uh, now, my thoughts on this, you've got pajamas, San Diego, and the assembly line. And we will combine all these things together into a nice little package. Now, A, on our show, we are fans of Michael Thomas. We are. Uh, and we're, we're completely biased. We're not afraid to admit that here. We like him. We want him to do well. He, he's got family who are part of the Maller Militia. And if you're new to our show, we're on some new radio stations in Boston and in Washington, D.C., and a couple of other cities that have picked up the show. Thank you. Uh, welcome. But this goes back many, many years. Uh, and we had a, a caller, doesn't call anymore, Holiday. And Holiday, who is a relative, I think he's a cousin, I believe, right? I think he's a cousin of, of Michael Thomas. Anyway, uh, he, he, when, when going back to his Ohio State, he would call up. We would talk about Michael Thomas and, 
and follow him through his progression, drafted by the Saints and all that. And so it's pretty cool that we've kept track of this guy up close more than some other players in the NFL, and he, he has just been great. So I, I think it's pretty cool to watch him play. You know, there's a, there's a phrase which is I don't think I've used it before, but I, I read it the other day, and I think I should use this in my lexicon because what this is is a cat's pajamas situation. Right? That's a really good thing, the cat's pajamas, because uh, Michael Thomas with the Saints has been better than advertised, and there are many reasons to worry about paying anyone twenty million dollars a year. But hey, it's not my money. I love to spend other people's money. I have made a career embedded, bunkered down behind the microphones of Fox Sports Radio, handing out other people's money. So it's not my money. But seriously, you can file this massive amount of money at $20 million a year as the cost of doing business. It's the finances of football. The Saints, you got to look at this glass is half full because I'm a very positive person not a negative person. The glass is half full. The Saints should be very pleased that they have drafted a player who is worthy of making that kind of yearly salary as a wideout. They could have drafted some piecemeal pass catcher who would not have done all that well. They wouldn't have to pay him $20 million a year. But Thomas has flourished in New Orleans. He led the NFL with 125 catches last year at 1,400 yards, over 1,400 yards, and nine touchdowns. Very productive for the Saints. And the Saints had that highfalutin offense and marching all over the place, scoring up big point totals. Uh, Absolutely huge, huge uh, point totals. But it is one of those things. It's not my money and all that, but you, you do the breakdown on targets, Per game, right? You, you, you do the, the the yards per reception, you do the math on that, and you're like, well, that's a lot per catch. That's a lot per target. Uh, but that's the currency of the NFL. That's how it operates. Now, now, B, if you look at the, the big picture here, you get the, the micro and the macro. In the micro, you're like, wow, that's a lot of money. But the, the big picture, NFL salaries are being adjusted up. The business of football is doing very well. They had that step back a couple of years ago with the Kaepernick scandal where it was it was shaky, or at least it seemed shaky. People were up, upset, up in arms with the NFL. They've gotten through that, and the business of football is growing. Every day is like Halloween for the NFL players, right? Big pieces of candy are being handed out. That's money. Uh, and uh, you know, if you're dressed for success, you're going to get paid. Teams are not gun shy about breaking different marks. We've seen quarterbacks turn over the highest paid quarterback one week, then another week's different guy, and then a month later it's somebody else. So from that perspective, New Orleans should not be concerned. They know that Michael Thomas is as reliable. You know what he's like? He's like the weather in San Diego. Right, you live in San Diego. You know it's going to be, uh, give or take, a few degrees, seventy-five degrees, and mostly sunny in San Diego. You know that, right? You absolutely listen. This guy has been dependable. He has been reliable. And and the other thing about this, all right, and this is why I'm I'm not 
I'm not the type of person where in this situation I'm like, oh, you can't pay this guy $20 million because I, I see the pendulum, where the pendulum is going, and as soon, I promise you this, if the Saints do end up getting to that number, if this report's accurate, and Thomas gets $20 million a year, he will be soon left in the dust because right behind him with his handout saying, hey, pay me, is Julio Jones. With the Atlanta Falcons. And so Julio Jones has asked the guy that runs Home Depot there that owns the Falcons to put his contract in a paper shredder in Atlanta so he can get paid. You also have Amari Cooper who thinks he's getting paid big moolah. And not to mention the quagmire in Kansas City. What do you do with Tyreek Hill? Talked about that a little bit in a previous show, and I pointed out that Tyreek, there's no way you can pay him the most money, even though statistically he is worth the biggest contract in the NFL, but the Chiefs won't do that, and then will someone else do it? All right, now the last word on this. So New Orleans, they're going to have to be selective here. They can't pay everybody. they got to pick and choose who gets paid and who doesn't get paid. They're going to go through. You figure in, in the next couple of years, I don't know if instability is the right word, um, but our friend in, in Berkeley – Andrea would say that Mercury is about to go into retrograde for them as a franchise because Drew Brees, you got to think this is, if not his last year, it's the year before his last year. He's on his way out of the bayou. And certainly in the twilight of his career, he fell off the second half of last season. Brees was not as nearly as good. His production went in the tank uh, the, the last few games of the year. So, w- which means if you want to have a seamless transition, then it is imperative that they keep the arsenal intact. If You, you want to avoid the Saints becoming the Aints again. When I was a kid, the Saints were the Aints, and they were terrible, they were lousy, they were pathetic, they were a disgrace, they had paper bags on their heads, the fans, the people that went out there, was, they just would, would drink and eat gumbo, and, uh, which they still do, by the way. There's nothing wrong with that, but that was more important than playing football. So, like, if I'm running the Saints, and keeping Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara happy would continue the assembly line of points because you can even take an average quarterback. You give an average quarterback those kind of big guns, right, the, the weaponize the offense, I mean, you really have to be an incompetent quarterback not to have success with those players around you. And you can continue soaring around the NFL world here uh, so I, I think it's a smart move. We'll see if the Saints do it and if these reports are accurate, but it certainly sounds like that's where this is directed uh, or, or headed, I should say, with with Michael Thomas. It is the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We say hello to Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas, Solid Gold, 9 to 5, Corporate Jar Jar, and the Mad F Bomber of Sports Fodder Garcia. It's a lot. It's a lot. Is there a question mark at the end of my last name? Yeah, I like to throw okay. that in there sometimes. All right, like, very what's good. next? What's the I'm next? Ron nickname? Burgundy. Yeah, yeah. So if you didn't hear the first hour, of course, go to the podcast. But uh, I would just like to say to Falexis, who apparently was offended by the fact Uh-oh. that I didn't think that he she should lead off the show yeah. for a second straight day. Yeah. Go ahead and call back in, Falexis. Don't you know? I apologize. Oh, now you're Come hurt, on. Eddie. See, no, you're I'm getting, not hurt. I think you're it's a bully. He, he, you're a bully. She's hurt. I. You're a bully against the drag queens, Eddie. I mean, you, I know I, I've always I know, loved the drag queens. I know it's difficult to man up when you're a drag queen, but call yeah. back in. <laughs> Come on. We 
Yeah. We're just having fun here. Don't don't be hurt. What we used to have as our leadoff hitter, we had Real Talk as our leadoff hitter. Never heard of him. Chased him away. And uh, that's what we do. We eat our own. The Maller Militia, we eat our own. You will have a chance, if you listen to our show, if you're a new listener, to be a celebrity caller. And it's a great life when you're a celebrity caller. <laughs> it's really, I mean, it's red carpets, VIP, free I'm meals. Stupid. Don't need to earn your way. Yeah. Just show up and make plays. But I have noticed that Every one of our regular callers from a couple of years ago, we have chased away. Almost every one of them. Like, caller of the year, there is a, forget the Sports Illustrated jinx, there's a caller of the year jinx. Blair in Maine hardly calls anymore. Get Call, out of my way, you bleeping white boy. He's a big star now. He can't be bothered with us. Real talk, we're dead to real talk. Yeah. He doesn't call. He was he, a back-to-back caller of the year. He quit the show. And then you had that the homeless guy in Miami, the beggar. I love black girls, then. Who begged us to find a place to stay. We hooked him up with a listener who was very kind. Then he accused us of having him kidnapped. Uh, and so we had him. Uh, Blind Scott doesn't call all that much anymore. He's a caller. We haven't heard from Jeannie in Medford in a couple of years. She's mm. a former caller of the year. You she know, hasn't called in. Sat on the toilet with the plunger in it the other day. You know, she's got a I good excuse, well, though, Jeannie. Yeah, I don't think yeah, Jeannie's going to be calling good, anything. Yeah, she she does, and that would be yeah, a story. Yeah, absolutely. That Jamie, would be so what I'm saying is you can become a famous caller, but we will chase you away. We will send you I away. I don't think we're chasing anyone we away. We are. These people they, are leaving. No, They're leaving our show. It's by choice. A bunch they of can bullies. call in every day. Uh-huh. If they want, they yeah. they are choosing not to because I think they've gotten too big for their britches. Now the two that have not gone anywhere. Cowboy. Cowboy's been here with me for over 20 years. Actually, well, I don't think it's been 20, but it's been close. And Doc Mike. That's right. That's it. Those two guys. Who is that, Shirley? These were they young. got the guillotine on him, too. These were young people <laughs> when they started calling <laughs> the show, Eddie. Now they're old people, but they still call the show. They love the show. It's in their blood. They can't get enough of it. They're lifers. Yeah. All right, so I just did a Maller monologue about Michael Thomas, and now... I've got one of his relatives, yeah. Eddie. This is going to be very awkward. Now, do you think he approves of the monologue? Because I did give a glowing review for Michael Thomas. Of course or, he's going to Or do approve. you think, because I did say, and I'm very rarely do I say anyone should make $20 million a year other than me, and I said that he should make $20 million. Let's go now to the cousin of Michael Thomas of the Saints, our friend, Holiday. Hello, Holiday. What's going on, Ben? Man, how you been? Uh, not as good as you. Now, does that trickle down to you, uh, Holiday? If uh, when Thomas signs this contract, when Michael gets the contract, does he take care of his cousins also? Is that all part of the package? Oh uh, man, it translates to a few bottles of Casa Azul in 1942. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, man. I hear you. Well, it's exciting, man. This is great. He's about to make a ton of money. This is gonna be cool. Yeah, man, but you know what What I want your listeners to know and any of his fans out there, man, I just was with him about two weekends ago, and, you know, I know the media and everybody has all type of things that they think about athletes and going through these contracts, and we were just at a wedding together two weekends ago, man, and when I tell you he was just as happy and as humble to be finally one of the adults to hang out with the with the older men, like, he hopped in my van. Like you said, he's about to sign a $20 million a year contract. And I got a Chevy caravan. And he hopped in my van <laughs> like, let's go to Ralph's to get some liquor. <laughs> well, that's cool, man. That's cool. What's wrong with a so, Chevy caravan? Know, that's a nice car, a Chevy caravan. I used to, my mom used to have a big uh, Chevy uh, van back in the day. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, you just said it all, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how dare you. 
you. <laughs> I hear you, Holiday. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, all right, buddy. Well, I'm glad no, you're I'm glad you're still out. You've been with us a while, Holiday. I'm very I'm excited for you, man. I'm excited for time for your your uh, cousin there. Uh, and I'm gonna yeah. tell you right now, man. This is what he told me, and I'm gonna share it with you guys, man. He said this weekend. Uh, he said, you know, the Super Bowl's in Miami. Watch for this. He said, if the Saints go to the Super Bowl and they win it, he gonna rent a yacht and pull it up to the club. <laughs> nice. Well, there you go. You'll be on the yacht. You'll be on the yacht with all oh, yeah. old, old bottles Best of liquor. Believe yeah. With my Mallard Militia T-shirt. That's on. right. Damn right. Never Absolutely. That's, we'll get. We'll hook you up with one. All right. Thank you, Holiday. Be good, man. The great Holiday. All right, man. There he is. Look at that. Smoked him out right there. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Koopaloop. In an interview over the weekend, Tobias Harris was quoted as saying that he was underutilized in the 76ers offense last season. Now, Brett Brown actually agreed with him, and now that Jimmy Butler is no longer with the team, the idea is that will no longer be the case. 
Do you expect a bounce-back season from Tobias Harris? No, I'm going to push back on that. I mean, hey, Tobias Harris, listen, he played well last year. He played better than expected. But I am hesitant to say he's going to be any better his first full year in Philadelphia. They have Al Horford there. They picked up Josh Richardson from Miami in the Jimmy Butler trade. And those guys have an opportunity to pick up the slack with Butler being gone here. But B, when push comes to shove in Philly, the Sixers are going to still depend on Joel Embiid to carry the load down the street stretch of games here with Ben Simmons. They need him to learn how to shoot. Tobias, if you're depending on him in crunch time, you got problems, right? And I like the fact that he tossed his coach under the bus, Brett Brown, saying that he wasn't used properly. All right, next. Now, when discussing the upcoming NFL season, Brett Favre said that he believes Patrick Mahomes and Baker Mayfield both play like he did. Ben, which of these two guys reminds you more of Brett Favre? All right, so gun to the head, I'm going to pick Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, uh, number one, is more the riverboat gambler. He's also more reckless in general, kind of like Brett Favre. Mahomes sounds like Grover, enjoys ketchup, well-done steaks. We're fans of Mahomes here. We're fans of, of both these guys. Uh, but but keep in mind, listen, Brett, I, I hope these guys are better than Brett Favre. Brett Favre is one of the most overrated players in NFL history. Next! Ben, yes. TMZ caught up with Trey Young over the weekend, asked him about LaMelo Ball. Young said that he absolutely believes that Ball can be a top three NBA draft pick. Do you agree? Yes, he's 6'8". He can shoot, first of all. The problem he's going to have, LaMelo, the stigma of daddy. And that's a legitimate thing. But based on just talent, the and he's going to play in Australia here, LaMelo Ball, they say this guy is wonderful. He's the real deal. He's the best of LaVar's kids. Uh, he's already projected as like a top 10 pick as it is right now, so it's not that high how further to go up. So, yes, I'm betting on LaMelo. How do we do? He passes. That is a win. Put it in the bank like a donut in your mouth. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Now, <laughs> Mallers Mountain of Money. Lord, that's a lot of money. Do you have what it takes to get to the top? Probably not. All right, we blast out of the Magic Radio Box with this edition here of Maller's Mountain of Money. Let's meet our contestants and see here. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. We have Matt in Salt Lake City. Hello, Matt. What's up, Ben? How we doing? All right, Matt. How's everything in Salt Lake tonight? Pretty good. Can't complain. Tell the guy in Beaver Dam who's got a friend in Rancho Cucabunga whose cousin lives in Punxsutawney, what you do for a living. I work at a hotel. That's right. You've played before. You've called us before, but not that often, right? You're not a game show whore. You don't call every single week, right? I do not. That's right. All right. Very good, Matt. And how many vacancies do we have in the hotel tonight in Salt Lake? Quite a few. Quite a few. I got you. All right. Unfortunately, well, it's the middle of the week. It's, you know, it's a... Actually, the beginning of the week. So, all right, hold on a sec, Matt. We've got Matt there in Salt Lake. And, Eddie, you can either pick line three or line two. Both are regular game show players. Hmm, tough choice. But I will go with line number two. Okay, you have picked MGM John, a regular game show whore. He calls every game show. He loves the game shows. Hello, MGM John. Hello, Mr. Ben Maller. Wow, you calling me a game show whore? Eh, pretty much. You will admit wow. you call pre- if the no, shoe no. fits. I mean, you do call every day for the game shows. You will admit that, yes? 
course. All right. Of course I'll admit that. All right. I mean, if it looks like a duck, it walks like a duck, it quacks like a duck, it's probably a duck. Yes? Yes. Gotcha. All right. All right. Hold on a sec. MGM John, who works appropriately enough at the MGM. That's my duck. He's right in our prime demographic. He just turned 21. He just made his first bet uh, not that long ago. First legal bet. All right, so we'll go back to Matt. Matt in Salt Lake, the hotel guy. You can play with anyone on the show. You can play with me, Ben. You can play with Eddie Roberto, who's back, and also Kubaloo. I'm going to go with Eddie. All right, that'll be the match. We've got Eddie and Matt. We'll put you down for that. And uh, hold on a sec. MGM John, who would you like to partner up with, John? I'm going with you, Mr. Ben Mallow. Oh, boy. All right, uh, it's me and MGM John. You better do well, MGM John. You better study up. All right, we'll get to the game. Let's, let's, let's get the uh, category right, squared we'll away. The, oh, that's, that's a good idea. All right, good idea. Come all right, all right. Uh, this is the Woody Harrelson edition of Mallard's Mountain of Money. He is 58 years old today. Happy birthday. The categories are as follows. White men can't jump. Wow, I'm offended. Natural born killers, Ed TV, and the Hunger Games. Uh, let's see, Matt, you were on the air first. What category would you like? Um, natural born killers. All right, and John... Oh, savage killer. How about you? I'm going with Hunger Games. All right. Hunger Games. Okay, that's it. So everyone stay in place. Everyone quiet on the set. We will get to Mallor's Mountain of Money in its entirety. We'll do it next. All right, gentlemen, this is the Woody Harrelson edition of Mallor's Mountain of Money. We've got Matt was on the line first, so Matt has teamed up with Eddie, and your category will be Natural Born Killers. You have 45 seconds to list all the athletes. We need the first and last name, as you know. Uh, Matt, are you, are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. All, all right. All these athletes have a clutch game, according to the... Uh... A clutch gene. Oh, clutch gene. Sorry. Yes. Uh, 40, I can read. 45 seconds on the clock. Ready? Begin. Current quarterback of the Patriots. Tom Brady. Big Poppy. David Ortiz. Uh, Yankees closer, just winner of the Hall of Fame. Mariano Rivera. Uh, current Giant star pitcher, great in the World Series. Bob Gardner. Dodger outfielder hit a great walk-off home run against the A's. Uh, Kirk Hinsman. Uh, former Dodger first baseman, loved the ladies. He had giant forearms. He went to the World oh, Series with uh, the Padres. Oh, oh. Uh, All right, Steelers Hall of Fame defensive back in the 70s. Um, great hitter. Uh, he wore, he, oh, that's, it, that's all we got, man. It's only two left. He wants to oh, pass. Uh, Steve Garvey. Steve Garvey. Yes, Steve Garvey. Good, good job. Good job. Uh, Mel Blunt was the only one you didn't get. That was a tough one. Otherwise, fantastic. All right, two hundred and forty points. All right, we'll we'll beat that. We got right, we, that. John. No chance. We got that, John. We move over to MGM John and Ben. You guys have the Hunger Games. Uh, these all these athletes all look like they could use a cheeseburger. Yeah. Forty-five seconds on the clock. Ready? Begin. All right. Big unit for the Seattle Mariners Hall of Fame pitcher. Randy Johnson. Yes. Uh, ace of the Red Sox, not David Price, but the other guy for the Red Sox this year. Stephen Wright? No, the other uh, Stephen Wright. He's a his last name's like a bargain. Pass, pass, pass. Oh my God! Uh, star pass catcher for the Eagles. He he just went back to Philadelphia this year. He played in Tampa. The Sean Jackson. Yes, correct. Uh, small forward for the Lakers traded for the Unibrow just a couple months ago. Number two pick in the draft. Is Lonzo Ball? No, no, the other guy. 
Brandon Ingram. Yes. All right. Uh, known as the Freak, a two-time Cy Young winner for the San Francisco Giants. John, you know, you're a game show whore. You got to be better than that, John. Come on, man. That's a bad job by you. Chris, you, it is a, Chris I'm Sale. I'm joking right now. Chris Sale was the one that you missed you for the Red Stephen Sox. You said Stephen Wright. Me- you said Stephen Wright. Remember, they could all use a cheeseburger. They're all super skinny guys. Lonzo Ball? Come on. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, you guys are up. You guys are up again. You have uh, some catching up to do. John, do you want uh, White Men Can't Jump or Ed TV? Uh, white Men Can't Jump. All right. Wow. This category, white or black, these guys couldn't jump. 45 seconds on the clock. Ready? Begin. All right. The big German for the Mavericks. He just retired. Dirk Nowitzki. Yes. Uh, two-time MVP for the Phoenix Suns. He's also retired. Steve Point. Nash. Correct. Uh, Denver Nuggets center sounds like Cookie Monster. Played huh. in the 90s. Waved his finger when he blocked a shot. Um, Dikenti Motombo. <laughs> Played for the Jailblazers. He was a power forward, journeyman player. Uh, any? Oh, no, I don't know. I don't know. Pass, all, right, pass, pass. all right, seven foot seven center for the Washington Bullets. He killed a lion in Africa. Yeah. His kid was uh, drafted in the NBA draft here out of Oregon. Manute Bull. Uh, close yeah, enough. Yeah, close all enough. right, Chicago Bulls center in the 1980s. Mm. Eh, doesn't matter. He wouldn't get it anyway. It's before you were born. Uh, all right, what is Zach the- Randolph was pretty tough. That's a tough one. Yep, and, uh, uh, not enough. Uh, it's 200 points. Yeah. So, yeah. John, I mean, John, I mean, one what, what are we doing done, here, John? Baby, one and done. I mean, John, I... You know, uh, I failed you, Ben. I just choked. You, was- you are banned don't, don't, don't. for one month from game shows. You are now banned for one month from game shows. Wow, Bill Miller, thanks. You yes. got to own the L, Maller. You're a part of this. Own the L? Those were brilliant clues. He said Stephen Wright. <laughs> Stephen Wright. His, you know his claim to fame for the Red Sox is domestic violence this year. That's his claim to fame. And that's the guy he said is the other ace of the Red Sox other than David Price? Stephen Wright. Come on, well, Oh, Let's not bury the easy, lead. Easy. Let's talk about the winner. Nah, Goodbye, him, nah, Jim, nah, John. Yeah, I'll go away, John. Uh, well, that wasn't much of a win. Uh, what? Not much of a win. An easy category. You had an easy category. Tom oh, Brady, David all, Ortiz, Mariano Rivera. All that matters is the Those w. are headlines. The one Give tough that name man you his had. Credit. No, no, the one tough name you had was Mel Blunt. He didn't come close. He didn't even. He didn't even sniff it. Steve Garvey's pretty tough. Steve Garvey was a good one. Garvey was a legend. You say that because you're a Dodger. No, he's a legend. The guy, he he was known for impregnating all the women. He was uh, well known for that, Garvey, back in the day. Give give congratulations to my guy. Eh. Hey, Ben. What? Let's me and you run down the last categories. You got time. No, nah, no, nah, we don't have to. This guy, he wants to play more. Look at this he guy. He wants to take a home run trot there. Yeah, nah, Enjoy your golden tickets. All right, man. Don't get, don't get cocky, man. How dare you? You're a winner. Good, good job picking me. Yeah. Well, really, the, the smart job, Matt, is the fact that Eddie picked MGM John. All right, MGM. Man, that, I, I, I like John. I don't. I can't see who it is. You John's just ask a, me a number, and I pick a number. John's a big fan of the show. He's a P one of the show, and but, I appreciate. But, but his you support. just banned him for a month from the games. To be That's honest, what? I didn't think Ben was even going to put him as a as a choice. I thought he was immediately going to go to the other guy. Well, I figured Eddie would pick the other guy who was I, Kyle in Denver. Was Kyle the other guy. in Denver, who also who plays a lot of game shows too. Kyle plays a lot of the game shows. I'm just, just picking a number. I can't see who's on hold. You just say two or three, and I feel like you can. I feel like you can see. 
I think you look wrong. Uh, you got good glasses there. You can see what's in the other room. Yeah, I think you can see what's going on. It's like 10 feet away. No. The, the, no MGM John. Next time we will hear from MGM John will be in late August. Call, now he can call in if he wants, but he's not going to be playing any game shows. And that's. Uh, him and that Justin in Cincinnati, man. That guy, every every single day I got something with Justin in Cincinnati. Every single day. Got a murder, gotta go. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.